I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Is that you over there by the fridge? With some cheesels. Hello and welcome to Two in the Think Tank, the show where we come up with five sketch ideas. And this is episode 240, Mark 2. Mark 2. Andy, you know, we don't want to, we don't want to, you know, over overboard the people with details of us having to re-record this one because it's a lost episode due to Andy's computer messing up his recording a ton. Well, uh, look. Let's 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 put it this way. Um, it was it was an it was a total total disaster. Uh, the the audio was destroyed in more ways than would have been thought possible by a mere machine. Um, but George was able to salvage it to the point where, like, if you enjoy really unpleasant listening experiences, you would have been able to listen to the episode. Wow, but uh, I made the call that that wasn't sort of that would that just falls just below our criteria for le- releasing the yeah. the podcast. Uh, yeah, but- we, we we will do practically unlistenable, but but entirely but not, almost utterly, entirely yeah. unlistenable. We don't. Yeah. That's where we draw the line. No, sir. Uh, but um, you know, true fans of the podcast, I think appreciate. It. Uh, it's unlistenability, like a fine wine, or like an unfine wine, or like a fine vinegar. I think there was and, a there was a um, Patreon <laughs> exclusive episode where my mic wasn't turned on, and so you yeah, could only hear or me. Mine, maybe no, yours was on <laughs> because it was through your mic that you could hear me going. Are you sure my mic is on? <laughs> because it's not coming through in my headphones. But the fact that somebody listened to enough of the episode to uh, alert us to that fact speaks to the what it is that people appreciate about this. And what I'm saying is that um, I might edit together what scraps of um, uh, the 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 dead episode 240 there are and release them. Cool. To people who pay specifically for the privilege of being um, hurt to- and humiliated like that. Which, by the uh, way, the for mm. our Patreon supporters, we're freezing it. We're pausing it this month for the month of July. Yes. Um, just because, I guess, Andy, do you have a reason? Or, or would we just say just because? Just because, well, because, because we haven't done adequate content for you this month yeah. uh, as Patreon supporters. And um, you give us so much and we want to make yeah. sure that you're getting the full, the full package that you so richly deserve. Yeah, so this and, month you um, can sign up. Mm. And, and this is the kind of gifts that we give. We freeze, the, we pause yeah. the Patreon so you don't have to pay. That's one of the, one, that's one of the extras we're offering. Sometimes yep. <laughs> you don't support us. <laughs> Um, it's if all... you want, 
It's almost if as good. If you like not giving us money, well, that's there as well. Well, this the is the month that's to get in. <laughs> this is the month yes. to get in. <laughs> get in because July is a no-pay month. Yeah. Um, so sorry about that, but also we love you and we're going to give you more. Yeah, and that's a so very Patre- much more. Patreon.com slash two and tank. But also thank you everybody mm. who does support and thank you everybody uh, in the past who has supported and thank you everybody in the future mm. who uh, will eventually leave um, now, our, our Patreon. Uh, <laughs> Alistair, <laughs> before the podcast, I meant you, I mentioned something about you sliding some because you were eating some chocolate. I, 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 uh, I said something about you letting that slide down the canal. Yeah. Right? And I have an idea for possibly our most extreme body modification yet. Whoa. Okay, on this podcast. And this is the open-air digestive tract, okay? <laughs> because, you mm. know, I think, you know, you, you look, you, what is the... What is the human body but like, you know, an elaborate chemical processing facility? Mm-hmm. And most of them happen in sort of big vats in the open air. And I don't see why yeah. you couldn't if you if you were if you were careful about it, you know, you couldn't lie back on a on a trolley mm-hmm. and slice off the top layer of the body, yep. of the torso, maybe maybe even of the throat. Mm-hmm. Right? Keep the windpipe intact because that needs to be sealed. Yep. But you know the the gut, the stu- you know, the 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 stomach, you know the layers, various layers of the intestine. The, let let the, the stink esophagus. be free. Sorry. Let the stink be free. Is that what let you're saying? Let the stink be free. Absolutely. Free but, the stink. But now the food is processed. Yep. Sort of in the open air, sort of lying in the in the trough. Mm. You know, and it, it, all the digestive things. I think if you were you didn't move too much or squirm. Yep. They could all still take place. They'd just be like visible there. So wait, this is actually yeah. open. This is not like you've just you're chopping off the top and you're putting in a sunroof onto the. No, onto no, no, the, no. This is op- oh, as I say, open air. This is the you know full top down convertible experience. Yeah. Of, and I. Think I mean, it'd that be nice tingle. to cur- to curl I think back. Be a real tingle to that. It'd be nice to be able to curl back your belly all the way up to your. Sort of up to your neck, sort of like the lid mm. of a sardine can. <laughs> yeah. Like that, and it rolls up your chest like a cummerbund, you know, like in a cartoon. <laughs> yeah. Like that. I can... don't know that that's a cummerbund. I think a cummerbund is a little, that wide belt, cloth belt that you tie around your waist. Oh, I don't this know about that. This is something else, but I know exactly what it is that you're describing. Yeah, whatever that chest thing um, is. Whatever that thing the, is, I don't know the word. The thing I just that know I it's think is a cummerbund. A, yeah, the thing that I think is a cummerbund. Mm. Um. Incorrectly. Um, now, Alastair, <laughs> uh, does that constitute a sketch idea? <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I mean, like, so, like, what are we? What are what? <laughs> I mean, I guess, what are the benefits of this? You know, and and how is how are we putting it mm. into a sketch? Because in in the unreleased episode. Right, I, mm. I went a little bit wild. The episode, the lost episode two forty that we've just g- gone. Let's call it two two forty a. I wrote down a sketch that was just uh, gas gas spiders, right? And this was an idea. Yeah. <laughs> that was you know we all the animals that you see they're all solids. What about liquid animals and what about gas animals? Anyway, today mm. I tried to write something to do with this gas spiders thing and. Mm. I you know it, it it became abundantly clear how not having a context for this to be a sketch <laughs> definitely affects its its uh, my, you know its ability to be written into a sketch. 
well, its ability to exist. Yes, you know, and, and I want- like very much the hu- the the form, you know, of of a story mm-hmm. that stops the story itself dispersing like gas is its context. Yeah, and you were trying to write something about a creature that has no form, but also in a, a story that has no context, and that's you've taken two pretty critical elements out of most. Um, sure. Most storytelling there. Yeah. Uh, so you, yeah, you're, you're going to struggle. You're and so, what about struggle. this open air gastric system of which you speak? Mm. You know, is there? Can we can we lay some conscious uh, some context on it and some consciousness if you want? But um, um, like, I mean, well, are, are okay. people going to have to travel around on laying on on their backs on skateboards? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so or recumbent bicycles. Gurneys, maybe gondolas on a, on a canal. Yeah. So, um, Oh, they could become a, a a a completely horizontal people. Yes, yes, indeed. What what would be the advantage of that? Well, well, well maybe we are in a. <laughs> I mean, this is this isn't going to help it to be funny, but maybe we're in some future dystopia. Yeah. Right, where um, the population density is so high that the only way to store people is laying down on yeah. um, <laughs> on 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 boards and shuffling them around that way. Yeah. But also, you know, if, if, if the buildings, if the, you know, once you've got people laying down like that, that where, where else do you have to go? Well, by slicing the top off of people, you know, you'll, you, you discover that if they are lying down, they actually don't need that top layer because nothing's going to spill out anyway. Well, we know that from the and mouth, you know, from having the mouth, not even at the top. Mm. You know, we don't even have the mouth at the top. It's sort of like half a half a foot down, and nothing spilling out of that. Yeah. You know, and so this this we're not even being that. You know, we're not even being that liberal. We're laying down. We're cutting just the top off. I mean, we're not mm-hmm. putting a hole sort of half a foot down and expecting nothing to spill out. We know something no. would spill out, right? We're just taking yep. the top off. Then that's not you know that's less area that you have to send blood to. Mm-hmm. So that's probably mm-hmm. more efficient and, use of body. And uh, you know, I, I don't know what you do with that top well, section. I know if you've got kids. I don't know if you've ever been by a creek, but what you do, yeah, what you do, <laughs> you got kids. You're just laying down. You're in between. your sort of, you know, like I guess, I guess this is a like the filing system where these buildings that we're living in in this horizontal world, they're probably mm. what the, a meter tall. <laughs> The each mm. each room, like each each level. So you're laying down. Oh, I was thinking way less, but okay. Okay, no, that's cool. You know, what if you want to go sixty five centimeters? No, I'm thinking less than the width of a body. That's why we've had to slice people's. Oh right. Well, I thought down. maybe there was a little bit of extra room, but yeah, okay. If that's the reason, okay. I see what you're saying. But I was just picturing, you know, you got two kids. How do you entertain them in an apartment this size, right? Mm. Well, you slice open your top, and you just your digestive tract is there. Food, things are flowing down it. Your kids can drop a couple mm. of twigs in there and race them. <laughs> race them, very good. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, it's the it's the it's it's the re- that's the real poo sticks, isn't it? Because you are oh, yeah. racing them till they become poo. It's brown and sticky. Um, one of your poo sticks. Yeah. Um, but there's... also, you know what this? You know what this is removing? Risk of choking. You know, because if you're open like that. Oh, I, I suppose we we were keeping the uh, the breathing tube still closed. That's a shame. Yeah, but you know, I mean, I mean, that's a way to get kids to eat their vegetables as well. 
you just push the broccoli into their intestine tract, like your, your their yeah, intestine. Yeah, you just drop it straight straight into the stomach. Yeah, well, just you know, bypass you, the mouth straight into the open air gastric sewer. You, <laughs> <laughs> you could you could drop food in at any point in the uh, along the, mm. the great pathway, yeah, the great internal pathway. Um, delightful. Sure. Um, Alistair. No, Alistair. Is she speaking to me? Were you going to say something? I wish I, <laughs> I, wish I was. Um, how do you feel about birthstones? Well, um, these are the the stones that after the baby comes out, when the the the, the, the woman has to give birth to a, a couple of rocks, a couple of rocks that drop out, that clang <laughs> clang onto the ground, onto the ground, and then you carry it around and and. Uh, when you discover who you are, you get uh, it glows red, and out, out comes a familiar, and that animal will mm. be your best friend. But if it dies, you die too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. Um, um, I was I was also referring to the thing that like that in uh, that pisses me off because it, in Trivial Pursuit, um, knowing the birth so- stones that correspond to different months is classified under science and nature, <laughs> and. Uh, and that en- enrages me. Yeah, because um, I mean, I mean, I guess a rock is nature. You know, I guess yes. And but the the cor- correlation between that na- na- natural natural phenomenon and uh, a month, an arbitrary month, I don't think is either natural or scientific. No, and I, I agree. And it makes me really angry. I don't know any of that bullshit. Yeah, I only know different types of bullshit. Well, Andy, you're a, you know you're a half-assed quizzer. Yeah, I am. That's what I, I would go that. ahead and actually learn that stuff for the purely mercenary reason. But that's. I mean, I suppose what it does do mm. is it just it's just more information. It's just more made-up information. Like if we were running out of facts, and you know, science. I assume that if we do discover the grand unified theory of everything, that will be a ceiling on the number of facts there are in the scientific world. We will have discovered all of the facts. Yeah, well, I and think, I think, I mean, we're the only things, like living things are the only things cr- kind of going against the uh, the second law of thermodynamics, right? Like mm. in the universe, everything is getting simpler um, mm. with entropy, right? M- more homogenous. More homogenous, simpler, um, you know. But but we're we're creating more facts. We're the only things creating more facts at this point. Yeah, because soon, like you know, if you if you were if it was just me or you out in the universe, you could eventually just be like, you know, that that's that and that's that and that's that. So that's what you would do now, right? That's a star. That's a black hole. That's empty space. But eventually, you'll just be like, oh, that's a black hole and that's empty space and that's all you know there'll be less facts mm. yeah you're right i guess more things um, will have happened but i guess since we're finding out with quantum that you can sort of change the past in some regard uh that's you know those aren't really facts those are up up in, up in the air still that all of that's still in play mm. um I think so, I took this really far away from what you were talking about. <laughs> well, I wasn't really talking about anything, except to say that I feel like, you know, if birthstones can be a thing, it feels like 
there you could attrib- you can you can associate any object with any time period yeah you know and and then and then you know make that into something you know you could be the oh you know every hour of the day has a different type of donut you know every um uh every <laughs> every week uh has its own parrot and you know that's <laughs> there's 52 parrots uh yeah. a year yeah, system. the weekly parrot. So you, you ask people what parrot were you born uh, alongside? What's and, your birth uh, week parrot? Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, I mean, I don't. I, I, and then they go, "Oh, yeah, they." Um, I hear that they, those people, eat clay to avoid getting poisoned while they, um, while they eat a certain plant. So that's mm. good. I think that's a good thing to be that one. <laughs> Anyway, is that anything? <laughs> um, uh, I mean, I do like the idea of a a birth week parrot. Mm. Um, um, okay, so let's say that this is equivalent then to the Zodiac, maybe? And we'll try and get this up in, like, you know, local newspapers or whatever, have a page where, based on... Um, different parrots, whatever parrot you're associated with um, for the 52 weeks of the year, uh, you will get, uh, will we'll tell you what, you've, what to expect. Well, I think what, what's good about it, what it could be is it could be sort of an anti-version of these things, right? Mm. Is that you start it up and you start telling, you know, it's firstly, it's another thing you can talk about with people. But what it is really mm. is, is just a, a move by the parrot board, right, to get people to learn more things about parrots. Yes. Right? And so then you go, so basically every person is going to be like, oh, you were born that week? Oh, that's the, uh, you know, that's the something cockatiel or whatever. You go, you know, they, they uh, sunflowers are poisonous to them. And then mm. people will think that you're supposed to like, take meaning from that into your own life yeah. and then people and then everybody's got to go no we don't do that with this this is that's bullshit mm. this is just something to say <laughs> and now you it's know it's just parrot facts mm. <laughs> this has no relevance yeah no it's like it doesn't no mean you have meaning. the power of that that parrot that's that's not a real thing <laughs> being yeah, born okay. and then you are a stone you're not a stone Mm. You don't have like it's so, not your stone. It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> so the 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 true meaning of and the true lesson that you can draw any any from any given parrot week yeah. is that that parrots have no impact on your life. Well, the lesson that you can draw is is parrot facts one hundred and one. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> It's literally a lesson on parrots. Yeah. Now the prob- we have do have the problem of that. There's no. St- I've realised that there's no standardised weeks of the year. Like you, c- I could not tell anybody what week of the year I was born in. Doesn't matter. You know. You just look up. <laughs> doesn't matter. You just look it up. There'll be a database. It'll just tell okay. you. You just look it up. You put it in your date of birth. We'll just tell you. It doesn't matter what the standardised weeks are. I mean, we could start okay. naming the. We could start naming the weeks. Uh, after different after different parrots. parrots that way 
That way, instead, mm. and we could even stop calling it the fifty-two weeks, but call it the flock of parrots. We could all, well, mm-hmm. how many weeks are there? There's a flock of parrots. There's a whole flock of weeks in the year. Yeah, flock of parrots. Weeks. Um, very good. I uh, I had I had a, I had a glimmering of something in there, and then I let it slip away. Fuck. Well, what was it? I want you to know. Oh no! Here, can okay. I can yep. I can I hit yep. you with yep. this? Hit me. Before I forget again. Okay, this is retro astol- astrology. Yeah. Okay. Now, let's assume astrology is real. Yep. And there is a limit to the power of telescopes to observe the stars. Surely, if the behavior of stars influences the behavior of people on Earth, then we could get information about the stars by observing people, okay? So mm-hmm. let's say that NASA, right, yep. because the Hubble Space Telescope has maxed out its ability sure. to observe the, the, the distant galaxies. NASA then starts observing just Pisces, okay, and they just track every person who's a Pisces, and they observe their behavior, and they see if they come into some money this week or make a significant decision about their career or talk honestly to those mm-hmm. around them. And then based on these, you know, aggregating this huge mass of statistics, they're actually able to infer incredibly detailed information about distant star systems. It's a very and, good idea. It's a very good uh, idea. Thank you. I've already uh, written yeah, it. Retro- what do you call it? Retro astronomy. Re- you know. Why is it retro? Well, it's the reverse. Or like, you know, I guess reverse astronomy will be fine. Reverse yeah. uh, astronomy. Mm, no, oh, astrology. 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 That's what I meant to be saying. Um, Andy, I also um, wrote down, and I know that this is basically nothing, mm. um, but... I wrote down heat death quiz, right? It's just two people floating in space. Yeah. Right? <laughs> okay. And and it's one guy's a, a, the quiz master and the other one is the quizzer. The yeah. quizzy. Yeah. And and one guy asks him something and then he says, "Well, and then the answer is basically, well, that's a that's that's a black hole." And then the other mm. one says, well, what about this? He goes, well, that's space. That's nothingness. Oh, that's nothingness in the vast yeah. of space. And he goes, okay, well, then what's this? He goes, well, that's also a black hole. <laughs> I mean, it's not quite... Yeah, okay, every, so, so they are floating along and it's post the heat death of the universe. Yeah. And everything is, is either uniform, cold... Like in the heat death of the universe, are there still particles, or have they themselves somehow dispersed to meaninglessness as well? I'm not sure. I thought everything just kind of winds up in a in a black in a black hole, and that yeah, and that messes just, up that messes up atoms, doesn't it? Like the atoms can atoms not be regular atoms in yeah in they black can't. Holes? But also, I'm, I'm not quite sure how that works because. The gravitational radius of a black hole technically isn't actually supposed to be bigger than the radius of the star. That are, oh, I suppose they can still pull things in from a distance. Yeah, okay. Okay, over time, I can see how that would happen. Take a long time, though. It's going to take a while. I mean, we're talking, talking ages. Like, we're talking... 
tapping my watch. You know, we're talking yonks. Yeah. Mega yonks. Maybe even... Giga yonks. Maybe maybe even more. I don't know. I didn't have anything to say there. Um, (laughs) Seals, Andy. Do you think... Seals Mm -hmm. are another mammal that decided to move into the water. Yeah, they are. And them and their whole group... You're right. And that, now, and that must be a separate movement to the to the whales, yeah, right? Yeah, it definitely is. So I think these guys think are like related to saw... ferrets and stuff. Really? And maybe weasels. Weasel. I guess the they're on the sort of the on the otter spectrum, aren't they? Yeah, I think so. You I think know, they've got to be otters connected. are very ferrety. Every time, every time you you think of these things, you you, you can. You don't even realize all that data was there. All that information was there. Those links that you haven't you haven't been looking at. Like, mm. did you see this thing I, I saw the other day where it was like somebody was saying that Greenland is the reason that Greenland is all like frozen over is left over from the ice age because yeah, right. most of its ice is because it's like it's actually pretty low in terms of uh, latitude or longitude or whatever. For it mm. to be such an icy place, but it's because most of its ice is at such high altitude that it doesn't melt, and so right. but but the ice formed during the ice age. But it so doesn't. the ice is at a high altitude, like of, of of ice, like it's just all ice. It's just a big ice pile. Yeah, is that right? Yeah, I think and so. And it just hasn't. And I think there's even like some interesting stuff with like it actually. The ice has such a gravitational pull that if if it was to all melt, the ocean level would actually still go down <laughs> because it pushes. No, that doesn't. No, like because you would think that if the ice melted, the water would go up, right? Yeah. Um, but the water around it is so much higher because of its grav- gravitational pull that even if it melted and went into the ocean, the water would actually still go down. I can't handle that, Alistair. I'm going to have to look this up <laughs> yeah, and look, try and get that. Hopefully get, I'm not spinning the bullshit. Water, the, the weight of the... Is it pushing down the crust? Is that what you're saying? Like, it's... What do you mean? Pushing down the... What's pushing down the... The ice. In order for like what? What's the gravitational pull of the ice like doing? The, the, is the ice being pulled down or is it pulling stuff up or what? Yeah, it's pulling water up towards it. The gravitational pull of the ice is pulling water up towards it. Yeah. Right. But I wonder if globally speaking, would that still No, no, no. I don't oh, I, I don't okay. I don't really know if it's a big global thing. I mean, it, I mean it would have some impact, but I uh yeah, I don't know. Mm. I mean, that'd be a great that'd be a great get out of jail free card if we could avoid having the uh, the Greenland ice sheet raise sea levels by like 20 meters or whatever it in theory could do um, because of some little neat little gravitational loophole. I'll absolutely take it. Thank you very much. Uh, But I have a feeling there'll be some (laughs) other worse thing instead that happens. (laughs) I mean, I think it could just be like right near it. Maybe it doesn't have like, you know, the gravity doesn't might not have as big an impact. Um, Look, I don't know anymore, India. Like, is it still like does gravity affect the world on that one on x squared or whatever that one on r squared? Yeah, yeah. But the important thing is you've got my hopes up, Al, and that's all. Yeah, that but yeah, I think it might be a more localized thing. Like, you could look at the ocean water near the Greenland, and it would sort of be, 
it'd just be that little, you know, uh, sea level would be a little bit higher. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's... I think there's a few years of the old girl yet, Alistair. That's yeah. all I'm hearing. That's about, yeah. about planet Earth. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We did it. I keep, we, keep brought, we brought this, we brought some hope thing. back to the to the world. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! It's so depressing. Oh mm. my god. No, I no, think well. I think um, Bezos is 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 he's got to be getting ready to surprise us all with something. Yeah, you yeah. think he's got I, something? I reckon Bezos has got a big surprise and he's just waiting for the date to unveil it. And he's like, no, 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 not right now because the pandemic's happening and I want full focus on my mm. big solution for saving the world. Well, I think what I've noticed about Bezos is that he's looking after himself. You know, like he's keeping his body pretty tight. Yeah. Like he's in good shape. He hasn't let himself go. And I don't think you put that kind of investment into your body Unless you've got a plan to keep the earth around to enjoy it. I think he's got you know? something in his back pocket. He's he's like, you know, something he works with, with some people. I mean, he must have a couple of meetings a day where he just goes like, what do you got for me? You got some big world saving solution like that? Because yeah. I got, I got hundred bill. Now, what is he? Is he almost a trill? He's got 900. He's almost a trill. So he's got like, I got, you know. I got 900 billion burning a hole in my pocket mm-hmm. and I'm just waiting for somebody to give me something good. Like, so, cause I want to give the, everybody in the world a present. God, that'd be so good. Maybe, it, but then, it, and then it shows up and it's just floaties or something like that. It's floaties? Floaties. Floaties so that we can float on the raised sea levels. I'm not even that concerned about the raised sea levels. No, I'm not worried like about the raised. There's going to be other worse things. Yeah, yeah. I'm more worried about the whole planet becoming unlivable because we live in such a <laughs> like we're just so incapable. We live in such a thin band of temperature. Yeah. Yep. Notice that by Good just damn. walking out the Good bins, damn. taking the bins out to the out to the curb, and you go mm. that I did it barefoot for some reason. And it's so mm. cold out there. I'm like, this is basically the limit to what my feet can tolerate. And it is yeah. probably like 12 degrees out there. <laughs> <laughs> now, is any of this a well, sketch idea? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, what about a, ba- a Bezos surprise? Yeah. Should we get him a surprise that we want him to get us a surprise? I think that's very nice. Okay. Oh, because I mean, if so, if we give as a world Bezos a present, yes, he'll feel <laughs> like he <laughs> like has he to like him. he has to give us one. He'll be socially pressured. <laughs> and what we'll have been doing is like leaving copies of the IPCC report yeah. around, and you know, ooh, circling different temperatures on graphs and leaving them pinned up by the front door and he'll get the hint that what we want is a livable planet. Well, what's the one like, thing that they all want for yes. climate change to, to go away? <laughs> okay. Do we, do, we buy, do we all get together and buy him a present or do we individually get him presents? Um, no, no, no. I think we all have to get him one together mm. because okay. 
because we don't want him to think that he has to get us each an individual present. I want him to treat us as a whole. Ah, yeah, very good. what do you get the people who have everything minus Mm. Jeff Bezos' possessions? Yes. (laughs) That's what the rest of us have. I think think, think that's uh, very much an idea, Alistair. I think this is kind Um, of a video you could do online. Do you think that he might want like like is it going to be one of those situations though where he would just prefer cash? You know. Well, we don't know that about but to give him money. I mean, <laughs> we could, we could, we could no, but I think if we give him money then that will put you know, it'll put a lot of um I don't know. He'll he'll see how much he needs to spend to give back. Mm. But if we kind of do a thing, a package deal, it's a bit like what we put on that satellite to send out to the universe. You yep. know, like that gold record and things like that. We get artists. Oh, to- maybe a picture of all of us that we've drawn with him. <laughs> a picture of all of us. It's like him hugging the earth. Yeah. And that's him and us. And yeah. we We're make him look smiling. really nice in the photo, <laughs> in the picture. Like we, like we, we do a bit of photoshopping just to make him look that little bit nicer. Put his hair back on. No, no, we don't want to. We don't want to tell. We don't want to antagonize him. <laughs> no, you think that's a risk? I, oh God! I think that's a risk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I we I want us to make it seem like we accept him for who he is, but we put unnoticeable changes to make him look a little bit nicer, so that he th- sees yeah, it and right. thinks that he's oh, beautiful. I look, I look really good in this. Mm. You know, I look good with you. He'll want to p- put that f- drawing on his piano or something. Yeah. <laughs> one of his 1,000 pianos. Great. I think he probably has 1,000 pianos. Yeah. I wonder I wonder how many pianos Jeff Bezos has. <laughs> I wonder if this we could find a great... podcast series. Yeah. <laughs> I mean we could go to we could go to like sort of piano collector experts, like people who are experts on mm. piano collectors. And get get them to us give them, estimate. Get, get them to give us a guess. <laughs> yep. And then maybe we could we could study a podcast um, sales patterns for, for for pianos. Say that again. Uh, talk to some major suppliers. I guess going through if he has an Instagram or something like that, going through that and trying to see what's on there. Mm, oh, that's some yeah. good research, and then we can describe yeah. the photos to the people on the uh, mm. on the podcast. Mm. Might also be possible to to detect the presence of pianos using some kind of seismic technology, like some yeah. kind of resonance thing. Well, they would emit um, sound. <laughs> mm, I mean, we don't know how many of these pianos are being played. Yeah. That is the problem. It's the unplayed pianos yeah. that are the true dark matter of the <laughs> piano universe. There's no way of detecting them except for with our eyes, hands, mm. tongues, and noses. Mm. Was there a sketch that we came up with last night that was something like that? What was it? This is on the this is on the dead episode. Something about oh. I was talking about things that look as... I hope it tastes as good as it looks. And you said, I hope it smells as good as it feels. <laughs> it feels, yeah, to the touch. <laughs> and I was just losing it trying to work out a scenario in which 
you would you could possibly be feeling something with your hands before you'd had the opportunity to smell it. Yeah. And I think it could be I mean because because and also why do you care about the smell of something <laughs> with texture more than you would about its taste? I think any time because because there are some things that we like just for their smell, okay? Mm-hmm. But those are perfumes, and they exist only really as a smell. Yep. And I think that that feeling something, um, you, you know, if you if you if you feel something and you're interested in its smell, you're much more interested in what it's going to taste like because it's much more likely that it's something that you're going to eat. So in that case, you would say, "I hope it." Tastes as good as it feels, which is still weird, but not as weird as the smell one. Yeah, and I mean, and I, I think you know, possibly in a let's make a version. Okay, Alistair, <laughs> this is it. This yeah. is what it is. You know, because think about those these films that have been made. They've made Bird Box, which is the one where you're blindfolded. Mm-hmm. Okay, and you got to run away from monsters. Yeah, they've made a Quiet Place, which is the one where the you got to be quiet. All right. Mm-hmm. So this is one where you're not allowed to smell anything. Okay. Okay. And <laughs> or the monster gets you? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And but also it's it's all of them. Okay? Yeah. It's all of them. The only sense that you're allowed to use is touch. Yeah. Okay. Um so and then, and then you are able to take things home. Oh, still doesn't doesn't quite solve my why you're not tasting the thing um, problem. Everybody's everybody's lost their sense of sm- of taste. Yeah. So we only have a sense of smell, sure. and now we no longer refer to what think foods taste like. We only care. We only discuss. We don't even mention taste. It's not even part of our vocabulary anymore. We've well, forgotten about the existence. We of don't taste. have tongues. We don't have tongues, yeah. exactly. <laughs> or so you're they, obviously or, writing this down, as, or, or as they would say, we don't have we don't have tongues. Correct. We don't and have tongues. So I, uh, uh, I think you I would just you would just change it. You would have a lot more p's and b's. We don't have tongues. We don't have tongues. So you're you're blindfolded, okay? Because it's. They've all come. All these various different monsters have come at the same time. So you're blindfolded mm-hmm. because of the monsters. You've lost your tongues to some other monsters. And all you can hope to is uh, identify foods via their texture. Mm. So restaurants are still open and that sort of thing. And take away. You go identify <laughs> foods by their texture, take them home and smell them and then eat them. Mm. Okay, but don't taste them with your mouth. Okay. And <laughs> this is the scenario in which oh, this feels good. Can't and wait to hope this I'll get smells as email. good as it feels. <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. <laughs> and so uh, you're still, you're still talking, even though this, and, yeah. and hoping, even though this monster here, like you've got, I guess, like a clothes peg on your nose. Yeah, but like you're still excited about the future. You're under attack by these monsters. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're you're picking up takeaway from Things the are shop. Bad. Yeah, things are bad, but there's hope. There's I hope think, that this you know, takeaway meal. It's not that different from living in a pandemic. Like you know, you're just like, look, we've come to accept there are just monsters out there. Uh, yeah, that if you smell, they can get you. But you can still go mm. out with a clothes peg on your nose. Correct. <laughs> to the shop and pick up your very fluffy food that has very nice texture and yeah. be excited about what it's going to smell like when you get home because it doesn't, you don't have a tongue. <laughs> I think we did it. I think we pulled it off. Yeah. Um, it's because, because very rarely do uh, horror movies combine things. You know, mm-hmm. it's always zombies or vampires or, um, you know, uh, monkeys with some horrible disease yeah. or another thing, you know, it's often uh, another or thing. Yeah. sentient apes. It's not, it's, you know, know? it's not often like that. It's vampires and a pandemic. Yes. And sentient apes. And sentient apes. Um, and that's what we're going to do. I had an idea today, earlier today. I thought, well, it'd be interesting to make a movie about rich zombies. Rich you know? zombies. Rich, rich young zombies. zombies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you become, they become zombies. Yeah. Okay. And maybe they lose a lot of their intelligence. Sure. And they do lust after human blood. Yeah. Or flesh. But they're still rich. So they wouldn't do a lot of the zombie stuff themselves. They'd still pay their private security forces or whatever yeah. to go out and drag people in and then they'd eat them in their mansions. Yeah, but they would probably but also just, just crack open the skulls for them and just give you mm. like a... Like, if you just got a big bowl of brains, that would be way better. And mm. so you just kind of say brains, but you say it to your servant instead as you yeah. wave them off. Brains... Like yeah, they'll go and get it, and it'll be prepared for you by chef. Yeah, maybe yeah, he even says brains and then claps twice. Brains, <laughs> like that. Yeah, you know, like like a sort of like a. I mean, look, I really like this. Um, Billionaire zombies. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm gonna put. I think I feel like making them rich and young makes them even more despicable. Mm, you're right. Yeah, zom- billionaire zombies of Instagram. Yeah, because, like, you think, you know, they're zombies, they're young, they're rich, and they're beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> For zombies. <laughs> For zombies, yes. Zombillionaire? Zombillionaire? How do you feel about that? Zombillionaire. I'll write it down. Yeah, okay. I wonder, but, you know, I wonder what... Rich, young... Uh, rich... Rich, are they still vain? Like you know, know. young hot young hot zombillionaires. Yeah, are they still taking care of their appearance? Are they applying several layers of foundation over their 
sort I think of it would, peeling. It would match their like flesh? sort of graying skin and stuff like that. Like you would, they would use tones that kind of fit with mm, their their like hideous, a zombie palette. Yeah, yeah. But you know, and I think yeah, like they would they would work around the cuts and stuff like that. Do things. Yeah, I think that they put on makeup and stuff. I think also though they probably maybe you know if they're billionaires they probably wouldn't get the cuts and that sort of thing you know they'd probably stay in quite good shape but i think you know? i think it, it, it is interesting that occasionally their thumbs just come off and then they just go like like that and somebody else comes and fixes it up for them or something like that mm. yeah you're right that is interesting and that they're kind of a bit like they're still kind of dumb they're still really dumb but they kind of mm. do the rich people thing well, I think a lot of people, rich people are dumb, you know, especially if they've got inherited wealth or something like that. You know, mm. they just, they don't know what they're doing. Sure. And they could absolutely have their rich lifestyles enabled by the people around them, even as they are zombies. Sure, of course. I think you're right. Mm. You're 100% right. Maybe 200%. Thank you. How are we going for sketch ideas today, Alistair? Andy, we have, we have at least one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So do you think that we should sh- shift on to a three words from a listener? I'd love that. I'd really love well, that. Well, Andy, these three words come from listener Kieran McFadgen. Kieran. Hello, Kieran. And God bless and devil bless. Um, mm, oh. And uh, what do you, do you want to guess what the, the three words are for the Science second time? Bless. Oh, are these the same words that we did on the, the lost episode? Yeah, we did these in the um, lost episode, but. Uh, like embarrassing cask extraction or something like that? It's, it's extract, cask, and angrily. Extract, extract cask, angrily. Mm-hmm. I mean, these truly feel like randomly selected words, don't they? I mean, we don't know what Kieran McFadgen's uh, technique is, what his strategy is. Yeah, but I love it. Like, I love how open they are. Each word okay. has an A in it. I feel like that's ah, there to mess with what me. It is. Yeah, there's a pattern there. There's always a pattern. There's always a pattern. Um, so, I mean, sh- should we just restate the idea that we came up with last night? I don't think so. No. What was it? It's a shame because it was a good idea. Well, what was the idea? It's actually not not a billion miles from the zombie idea that I just I oh, just yeah. pitched. But it well, was it was a Mad Max future scenario. Oh yeah, where it is only the very very rich who've survived. Yeah. And instead of raiding each other's compounds for oil, because they've got plenty of oil, they raid each other's compounds for um, for tankers full of fine wine, and they've you know got their um, they you know they drive in on their Bentleys, sure or whatever. Yeah, I think that's really good. And they're like you know sometimes they two rich people will be dressed up in their whites, you know, sitting under an apple tree on a blanket, mm. and they'll have a basket with cheese and wine. And then mm. a private plane will start circling above and they'll know the other billionaires are coming. <laughs> you know, they, 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 they've, they've found a rich vein of one bottle of wine. And they'll, they'll sh- mean, show up with their pol- polo mat- mallets and things like that. And I guess sort of negotiate their way into your bottle. Again, again this is something that hasn't quite been explored is, is, is billionaire on billionaire violence because oh, we did have that you know, one in australia those... what's that remember when packer 
got in a fight with the oh, seven yeah. guy. We did <laughs> have that Kerry in Stokes? Sydney. Yeah, Carrie. They wrestled. They like they like like fought each <laughs> other to the ground. Two hefty blokes just are they throwing both, each other around on the curb. Are they both billionaires? I think so. They, I think they might both be billionaires. It was really, really undignified. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, that's what you want. Like, wait, I'm not getting it. No, it might not have been Stokes. Let's yeah, um, Ginjal? It might have been Ginjal. Is it Ginjal? Maybe he's not. Maybe the other bloke wasn't. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was David Ginjal. David Ginjal yeah. and James Packer. It's like, and it's just mm. so good because it's so scrappy. Like he's got his face all scrapped up in his hand, like his fists sort of pulled back. Love that. Mm. Um, yeah, he's doing his own dirty work. But I, you know, like that. You, you you often get those horror movies where it's like, oh, the billionaires, um, or you know, really rich people pay to hunt uh, the poor or something yeah. like that, or they have some facility where they torture them or something like that or maybe you know it's a very well-off family who are um who then take in some drifters and then the drifters turn out to be psychos <laughs> or whatever like that yeah but but where's the one where it's just it's just all just the rare the very the the uber rich it's the first and trillionaire and he hunts billionaires <laughs> That's billionaire. He gets a billionaire. (laughs) (laughs) He he gets, you know, and he could have he could have a few billionaire friends over, like that. And then they've, you know, they're like, yeah, we've hunted man before. And he goes, have you hunted billionaires? And they're like, really good. This is so luxurious. Mm, That truly is the greatest game of all, isn't it? Just group of trillionaires getting together and then the billionaires now the billionaires do they when they're hunted do they still have their private armies and their security forces or are they hunted you know because i like to think that the trillionaires they just have greater security forces but then are we just describing a war sure i mean that that would be a war i guess if you if you have such power such money and power Mm. that you could pay off his whole army and buy his army so that you could, you know, and all his family, <laughs> that yeah, so that you could then just kidnap him and you know put him in a little sort of you know a little field or a little sort of mini rainforest mm. you've had made up so that you could, you know, just chase him down with a machete with a couple of your trillionaire friends. <laughs> <laughs> just getting together with my trillionaire friends. Yeah, it's really nice. Yeah. Um. I think you know. I I think that's an idea. I, I realize it's you know got some superficial sam- similarities uh, with the with the rich zombies. Oh look, I mean, we've I think we've got, feels we've got like three a, ideas here that are rich people related. But you know, I think rich people uh, are a and pardon the pun a rich vein for comedy. Yes. Um, so I will yes. take us through the sketch ideas, Andrew, if that's okay. I'd love that. It's okay with me. And so. Please welcome to the stage the sketch ideas. <laughs> Open air gastric system for full horizontal society. <laughs> yeah. They couldn't fit they couldn't fit in this um you know in this in the shelves, the small 
towers. Well, the, yeah, the you know, floors. if you're lying down, the, the the top of the stomach is just a lid, and you don't need that lid if you're not shaking the pot. That's right. We're not moving around a lot. You know, imagine the roof, the ceiling, it's all screens. And if you keep the environment at ro- at body temperature, mm-hmm. you know, a, a very a very pleasant thirty seven degrees. It doesn't matter if you're losing heat through that open gut hole. That's right. That's absolutely right. Um, and you'll you'll. I mean, in this in this world, this will kind of be a bit like the world where there's a. There's a monster that they'll get you if you smell, but the monster will be smell itself. The smell <laughs> it's gonna in be... that in that building with everybody with their yeah. guts cut open and all that sort of pre-currently and post-digested food. But I think, you know, we shouldn't be ashamed of that kind of stuff. That's I right. It's good to That's get right. it out in the open. Um, then we have heat death quiz. That's... Two people left in the universe, in the in the in the heat death of the universe time, and it's just a guy quizzing stuff, and the answers are just uh, black holes and oh, nothingness uh, and nothingness of space vacuum. Then we got birth mm. week parrot. This is a new thing to <laughs> give somebody when they're born. You give them their birth week parrot, <laughs> and you tell them that's what the parrot you are. And they go, no, I'm not. I'm not the parrot. It's just, but these these are what these parrots are like. And they go, oh well, I'm. Mm. I was born in this week, and my, these parrots are like this. And it's just a great way of learning more about parrots. Oh yeah. Uh, learn about stars by watching Scorpios. This is reverse astrology. Mm. You know, you could just watch how you know, and then you just have a bunch of people looking at Pisces people with a telescope <laughs> as they go about their business. <laughs> And it tells you what Jupiter's doing at the t- at the time. Is mm. it in retrograde? It's yes, actually much cheaper, noted. much easier. You can do it all day long. You don't have to wait for nighttime. Exactly. Do do those big um, those big telescopes that are on Earth observatories? Do they work during the day? Do they work during the day? It's a really good question. I suspect not as well. I suspect not as well. Because you're getting so much reflected light from the atmosphere and stuff. It's going to be hard. You could probably look at the moon, you know, when it's out in the day. I hope so. Be hard to look at it when it's not. Um, when it's not out. Yeah, when it's not out. You think, I don't know if they... Yeah, real hard. I don't know if they can look at things through the earth. Anyway, um, when we got, uh... If we give Bezos a present so that he feels pressured to give us a present and we can hint that what we want is for him to fix climate change. Oh, God, that'd be good. Come on, Jeff. We'll let you be the richest person forever. And if anybody gets even close to being richer than you, we'll kill them. Does he have kids? hope so. If not, we'll get him some kids. I was just wondering whether you know that those that fortune's going anywhere. I think he gave half of it to his wife when he got divorced. Yeah. Maybe not half. Decent chunk, though, I reckon. Yeah, no, he's got four kids. They all, they adopted him from China. Oh. One, there you go. one daughter and 
Oh no, one daughter who they adopted from China, and then three sons. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's the only way to get a daughter. It's true. If that's where you'd be at if you wanted another kid and you needed it, you desperately needed a daughter. You would have to I adopt. Where I'm, I'm very similar to Jeff Bezos. You're very similar to Three Jeff sons. Bezos. Three sons. Yeah, well, you're just 990 billion off. Um, Then we've got, how many pianos does Jeff Bezos have the podcast? <laughs> I can't believe they got written down. No, that's Andy. I'm that's, happy. Don't get me wrong. That's a, I'm that's, thrilled. Andy, that is a genuine, like, like... You could go out now and start making that as a podcast series because in in itself it's it's a mockery of all these these investigation podcasts, which is a big thing now. I do love to mock, you know, and that's that's what comedy is. It's a mock. Mm. All right. Um, although I did do mock trial in high school, and it wasn't just making fun of the legal system. <laughs> um. You can't smell horror movie. That's the scenario where mm. uh, there's a monster that gets you if you smell. And so you go out think, and you sort of go and get food. And for some reason, they've kind of maybe integrated... Maybe it could be your gas spiders. Eh? It could be the gas your spiders. Your gas spiders. Yeah, because they can get in Because if you breathe in, they'll get into your nose. Yeah, and they'll start eating you. If you breathe in through your nose. Um, and for some reason, yeah, something about your tongue. Somehow, as well. I had this your thought tongue. that maybe like their jaws and eating would work, like in motion would work through some kind of quantum entanglement mm. that they could move Whoa. together, like from far away through this quantum entanglement. Anyway, um, I mean, you'd think that the, if if quantum entanglement is a thing, there might be a creature that if at one point evolves. To be able to take advantage of that, you'd think that that if you could do that, that would that would be an advantage. It would be an advantage. Surely, you just need to figure out what the. Uh, well, I mean, we need to accidentally come across the biological sort of mechanism that would be able to cause that to happen. Well, look, let's not rule out the possibility that that's already taking place. There's a chance that maybe that's what consciousness is. Yeah, perhaps, perhaps. People people say there's something special. You know, one guy's theory of consciousness thinks that there's something special in the microtubules inside neurons. He thinks that there's something okay. in that that he thinks some kind of quantum effect might might be possible. Ooh. Starting to sound like garbage, doesn't it? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't think it's it's got any kind of science behind it or anything like that. But he is an anesthetist, and he did appear in that. What the bleep do we know? So, <laughs> oh, that's not a good sign. No, but I do know there is a quite a famous physicist who's like in with him as like you know, I'll yeah, I'll I'll, I'll go out and talk about this stuff with you. Anyway, um, then we got uh, rich young zombies or young hot zombillionaires. Mm. And that's basically explains itself. Then we got Uber Rich Apocalypse, Mad Max, but for wine. And finally, we have First Trillionaires Hunting a Billionaire. Yeah. That is it. 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 That is what that is. That is what it is. 
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Two in the Think Tank. God, I'm really glad we got it out there. Yep. God, it happened. And we'll see if Andy's computer can get it out. But if it can, then we yes. are very happy that uh, you know, <laughs> that it's out and that we can now finally get it into your Rest. ears. Thank you so much for listening. Um, we are at yes. on Twitter at Two in Tank. Also on Instagram at Two in Tank. I'm at Stupid Old Andy. And I'm at Alistair TB. We might actually have... Uh, magma up for sale in the next week or so. It mm. is a possibility at this point. So maybe it's we'll very be able close. To it's tantalizing. That. Yeah. So check our check our socials and things like that. If that's if that's something you're interested at all in, mm. we think we're going to think about selling it for ten Australian dollars, which is like seven or six. US. That's nothing. Or That's in the UK, nothing. it's a, it's like it's a sixpence, I think. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, a, a quarter farthing. I think it's like a quarter farthing. Or like a, like a, yeah, like <laughs> three shillings and a, and a chip. And a, and, and a bob. Yeah. Anyway. Um, and take care. we, we, well, you can support us love. on Patreon for the if you want to yeah. if you love having a month off of giving us money. This is the month, yes. <laughs> and we we love, love you. you. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. It's not optional; you have to do it. <laughs> we used to go easy on it, but now you have to. Yeah, yeah. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.